Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, we're back into a topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Pound 3636, Mike Van Sol and Kim Wright. And an issue that uh, I don't know if this is a topic worthy of discussion, but it has made some folks radars, rightly or not. Uh, it has to do with, uh, well, longtime political foes, Adam Vaughn and Doug Ford, where Doug Ford now obviously is the premier, uh, making policy changes, perhaps potentially on education when it comes to kindergarten students or university students. So on the weekend, Adam Vaughn uh, tweets, so frauds gang, this is his, you know, juvenile attempted humor frauds gang could get folks upset over hurting kindergarten students instead of being angry over the damage he's done to university students next he'll go after young offenders and end free school and detention centers instead of playing whack-a-mole let's just whack him and he uh retreated in the sense of saying well i was making a reference to the game whack-a-mole and uh where doug ford's likeness would be on the mole coming out of the hole and let's whack him but there is a double entendre at play here, and some people have called him on it. And uh, I guess at first he mocked them. Uh, he did say he apologized to moles. But where this is going, is it something significant here that needs to be addressed? Is Adam Vaughn crossing a line here, Mike Van Solen, or who gives a rat's you-know-what? Well, um, in today's political context, he has crossed a line. And because uh, because things are political, and, and particularly when you're talking about partisan actors— um, you got to, you know, we're in a world where if a conservative, uh, a progressive conservative member of Ford's government had said anything similar about someone else in the Liberal Party, uh, there would be a hue and cry and it would be uh, universally condemned. Um, so uh, so this is this is how the game is played today. You can't use language like this. And I suggest his his half apology and tr- explanation uh, just simply didn't cut it. The words were pretty plain on the page. Uh, as soon as he tweeted it uh, and it was raised, he should have, rec- I mean, he should have not done it, but when it was raised with him, he should have recognized that, uh, you know, he was calling for violence and, and that was inappropriate. Um, it's sort of funny to me how often we do see, uh, you know, sort of progressive sort of reach for this, uh, you know, notion. I think of, you know, De Niro talking about, you know, he'd love to lay out Trump. And, you know, we hear this language sort of repeatedly and, and we're supposed to sort of take it in jest in ways that, uh, you know, certainly if conservatives, I think, offer similar uh, sentiments, that same uh, latitude would not be offered. So here we are. And uh, it's I'm glad Adam apologized, as he should. And he should probably think a little bit more about his social media strategy going forward. <laughs> strategy. OK. Uh, well, yeah, I, I think there was some method to his madness here, if you will, because uh, our madness to his method. The double entendre thing, I call BS the fact that he didn't know what he was saying. How about you, Kim Wright? Yeah, he completely knew what he was saying. I'm sure he edited and re-edited that tweet and thought it was very funny. The challenge is that comedy is hard. Political comedy is harder. And he found that out the hard way. And anytime you suggest when you're, you know, a member of parliament and a long-term politician and before that a long-time journalist, he should have absolutely known that there was going to be backlash. His half-hearted at best apology did nothing but add more fuel to it. Adam needs to take a bit of a Twitter timeout. And uh, and especially on the cusp of 
the Prime Minister going on and on and on about how he wants to continue to be Mr. Sunny Ways and not have these types of really uh, divisive campaigns. And yet one of his lieutenants, uh, and certainly his Toronto lieutenant, but I would argue one of his leading lieutenants across Canada, should not be suggesting that you whack a premier. And what if had Doug Ford done this to him or to the prime minister or to any other premier, there would have been no end of hell to pay. Well, I hope, you know, this is a good sign that we're all in agreement that there uh, obviously uh, is a double standard. That's your point, and uh, it's well taken. As a matter of fact, I, just to digress slightly, because there's a story out of Virginia where the governor there, Northam, uh, was pictured in blackface or KKK robes. He wouldn't identify uh, which he was in a 1984 medical school yearbook. Uh, some people are saying, well, it's you know such a youthful indiscretion from 35 years ago. Let it go. Uh, but there are people calling for his head and saying he has to step down. Quickly, Mike Van Solen, does he have to walk? He will have to walk, and he'll have to walk because his own party needs him to walk. Uh, it's not possible for, you know, the Democrats, uh, you know, in, in northeastern United States, um, wh- where race is so important uh, in, in uh, the conversation they're trying to have with voters to allow this guy to, uh, to carry on. So, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be done, and he, he's, uh, he's trying to hold on even still today, which seems uh, miraculous, but uh, he'll have to walk the plank soon enough. All right. A Democrat wearing blackface or a KKK uh, hood and robes, he won't identify which one. At first, he denied it was him. First, he apologized. Then he re- <laughs> recouped. This thing has been such a botched job from the beginning. First of all, if people hadn't looked through every every yearbook ever of their candidate, then shame on them, because that's the first thing I start to do when I vet candidates. Second of all, you know, this whole way of maybe it was me, maybe it wasn't me, I'm kind of sorry, I'm not really... That really is what questions my ability, his ability to govern for me, not necessarily the pictures themselves. If he had had a, I'm very sorry, this was a stupid incident. There was a very interesting narrative behind what, you know, I was stupid. I shouldn't have done it. I've learned from my mistakes. That conversation is very different than I kind of did it. I didn't do it. I'm sorry I did it. I'm sorry I got caught. I'm sorry. That's enough. Just be better candidates and be better elected right. officials. But if a Republican had done this and there was any well, uh, look, tie into it, he is dead on have, arrival. Republicans have posed with David Duke and haven't had to... <laughs> well, wait a minute. Robert Byrd, after whom a state building was named in Virginia. I mean, this guy was one of the uh, senior uh, p- pillars in the Democrat Party, was a member of the Ku Klux Klan in the 40s. Yeah, so, I mean, let's not start pointing fingers at one group being worse than the other, but I'm I'm, just saying there exists a double standard. All I'm saying is, from a a campaign strategist standpoint, uh, people did a terrible job of vetting. He did a terrible job of doing a thorough moral inventory of his personal transgressions. And if uh, he had had people around him who did their job properly, that wouldn't have come out. And, right. and it would have had a better answer had it come out. In- including the yearbook editor. You know, can you imagine a world where, you know, in 84, I, look, I was in high school. And uh, and 
you know, the, the idea that an image like that would uh, would have been deemed okay. And yeah, let's put that on page three. Medical uh, school, no less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see, this is it. In uh, a post-Kavanaugh world, how did they think this wasn't going to come out? Well, yeah. that's right. It was around the time of Kavanaugh, and we saw how he got pilloried for uh, less evidence. This was evidentiary in the sense there were pictures of the dude. Uh, <laughs> all right, albeit under a KKK hood. Uh, let's come back Maybe. in a moment. More <laughs> topics. Yeah, or he could have been in blackface. They still can't identify him. <laughs> Amazing story. We'll see if the uh, NDP are on the right side of the equation when it comes to Venezuela, as well as the documents that the NDP have come up with concerning draft legislation changing uh, some of the health system in Ontario and the details in the MacArthur sentencing hearing from earlier today. More topics worthy of discussion in a moment on The Oakley Show. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.